Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Wednesday, 20th September, 2023. Our bit today comes from Genesis 42, verse 24a, which says, And he, that's Joseph, turned himself about or away from them and wept. One more day. Yes, friends, one more glorious day in the life. So let's live it to the fullness, enjoy all the benefits that our great God has bestowed on us while we give him the utmost in thanks and praise. And all God's people shouted in love and gratitude, Blessed is he that was crucified for us, that defeated hell, death, and the grave on our behalf. Praise his holy name. Amen. Oh, my people, Jesus did so much for us that the least we can do in return is praise him and walk according to his desires. Thus, as the psalmist would say, this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And we know that comes from Psalm 118, 24. And we can do that because, as Bro Paul writes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And there again, we know that comes from Philippians 4.13. And with those scriptures on our belts, let's move on to the continuation of the amazing saga of Brother Joseph down in Egypt land. Whoa. So the drama has intensified now. We saw Brother Joseph yesterday accuse his brothers of being spies when they came down to Egypt during the famine to buy food, then locked them up in prison for three days. Then the Bible tells us, And Joseph said unto them, that's his brothers, the third day, This do and live, for I fear God. If ye be true or honest men, let one of your brethren be bound in the house of your prison. Go ye, carry corn for the famine of your houses, but bring your youngest brother unto me, so shall your words be verified, and ye shall not die. And they did so. And that's Genesis 42, 18 to 20. Yeah, but Joseph was really being tough on his brothers. And I don't believe it was so much vindictiveness or vengeance, no? but more so to teach them a lesson that what goes around comes around that hopefully in their tough times, they would learn some useful lessons in humility and godliness. Now, hear what happens after Brother Joseph gave them that last ultimatum. And they said one to another, we are verily guilty concerning our brother in that we saw the anguish of his soul when he besought or pleaded with us and we would not hear. Therefore is this distress come upon us? And Reuben answered them, saying, Speak not I unto you, saying, Do not sin against the child or the boy, and ye would not hear. Therefore, behold, also his blood is required. And that's Genesis 42, 21 to 22. And isn't it strange, after all that time, that the brothers experienced guilt over the shameful manner in which they had treated their brother. 
and no doubt through God's prompting, they thought that might be why they were then undergoing such tough times themselves. Meanwhile, the scholars say the experience of being put in prison caused the brothers to discuss their guilt concerning Joseph, which may have been Joseph's purpose in testing them. But who knows? And the drama is further ramped up here now, for apparently that discussion of their guilt took place in Brother Joseph's presence. And the good library informs us thus. And they knew not that Joseph understood them, for he spake unto them by an interpreter. And that's Genesis 42, 23. And that's why, friends, we have to be ever so careful as what we say when strangers are around. But really, this next verse shows the real brother Joseph. It says, And he, Joseph, turned himself about or away from them and wept and returned to them again and continued or talked with them and took from them Simeon and bound him before their eyes. And that comes from Genesis 42, 24. Yes, friends, that's known as tough love, where we discipline from a place of love and not from vengeance. And that's exactly how our Heavenly Father disciplines us. For if he did it from vengeance, none of us would be alive to tell the story. And this note from the scholars on that verse is certainly interesting. They say, hearing their conversation, he, Joseph, turned away from them and wept. And certainly, this does not characterize a man of hate. It certainly doesn't. And that's why this episode of the story ends the way it does. The good book says, Then Joseph commanded to fill their sacks with corn or grain, and to restore every man's money into his sack, and to give them provision for the way. And thus he did unto them. That's Genesis 42:25. And it shows no hatred whatsoever on Brother Joseph's part, but rather mercy, forgiveness, and compassion. And they laid it or loaded their asses or donkeys with the corn and departed thence. And as one of them opened his sack to give his ass provender of food in the inn, he espied or saw his money. For behold, it was in his sack's mouth. And he said unto his brethren, My money is restored, and lo, it is even in my sack. And their heart failed them, that means their heart sank, and they were afraid, saying one to another, What is this that God had done unto us? And that comes from Genesis 42, 26-28. Oh, my brethren, isn't that the very same question? So many of us ask when we find ourselves in tough circumstances. It certainly is. But oftentimes, it's not what God is doing to us, but the consequences of our, our poor decisions coming back to haunt us, just like they were with Brother Joseph's brothers. But we are quick to blame everything on someone else, be it God or Satan, our friends or family without considering that it might be our own fault. 
Unfortunately, though, that situation is very rampant in today's society where no one wants to accept responsibility for their failures, mistakes, or wrongdoings. And that's one of the reasons why our society is in such a terrible mess. Unfortunately or not, we believers have been tasked with cleaning up the mess. For if we don't, our world will sink even deeper into the mire of sin and ungodliness in which it's now ensconced. And we certainly don't want that to happen, no. So please, let's come together and do what we've been commissioned to do by our Lord and leader, Jesus Christ, no? that spread the good news of his kingdom all around the world. And for those of us who are sincerely trying our best to do just that, let's go home now declaring, <laughs> all right, we spell declaring right today. Let's go home declaring our Wednesday whale, letting the whole world know of our wonderful, unassailable, invincible position in Christ Jesus. As one strong voice, Wednesday, 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 I'm so glad to be alive on this Wednesday. Wednesday, 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 thank God the breath of life is still flowing through me on this Wednesday. I'm halfway home. My hands are fixed securely on the plow and I'm not turning back. I'm not looking back at the past, not focusing on what has gone before, but my eyes are fixed straight ahead. Yes, straight ahead to a glorious future with Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. And would you believe it, friends, that if we endure right down to the very end with Christ, that that future will be even more glorious than we can imagine? Yes, that's the gospel truth, my fellow saints. So please, let's make plans to meet at the very end with Jesus now. That's the best decision we can ever make. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Tough consequences are usually the result of bad decisions, and that's true. Most of the times the stuff that happens to us is because of the bad decisions we made earlier on. So please, before we make any decisions, let's consider all the consequences now. As bro, sorry, as Uncle Charles, that's Dr. Charles Stanley, loved to say, the best way to live this life is to obey God and leave all the consequences to him. Yes, if we obey God, we don't have to worry about the consequences because he'll work them all out together for our good. And we pray that we'll get together and just do that, you know, live together for Christ the way we ought to. And we pray it in his strong and mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.